Hi, this is Ann Robertson, the pastor of the United Methodist Church of Westford in Westford, Massachusetts, and this is the Spirit Walker's devotion for June 17, 2006. The scripture passage comes from the first book of Kings, chapter 19, the second half of it, verse 9b. And the word of the Lord came to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? Call me crazy, but I love the Elijah stories. Tomorrow in church, we're going to be talking about his colorful battle with the prophets of Baal in the previous chapter in 1 Kings 18. But for today, I go to the next scene in the next chapter. The queen of the northern kingdom, Jezebel, didn't much like the fact that Elijah had slaughtered all the prophets of her favorite god. And you will have to admit it wasn't a particularly diplomatic move. So now the queen has it out for Elijah and wants to kill him, and he bolts out into the desert wilderness. Elijah is coming off a great victory. In the My God Can Beat the Pants Off of Your God battle, it's Yahweh 1, Baal 0. You wouldn't have known it during the contest where Elijah is full of bravado, but the ensuing days show that although the victory was huge and the power of Yahweh was validated, Elijah is depressed. We find him in chapter 19, sitting under a broom tree in the desert, basically saying, That's it, God. I'm done. I'm of no use to anybody. Just kill me now so we can all move on. And boy, have I been there. There are times, whether in ministry or in other forms of work, when we manage to accomplish a major feat, but start to feel like we're in it alone. One challenge might have been met with great success, but the challenges don't stop coming. And sometimes the successes bring as much difficulty as the initial challenge. And there comes a time when we run to our desert and say, that's it, I'm done. I can't keep running this race by myself. And that's where Elijah is in chapter 19. And in that fit of depression, God steps in with an angel, twice. The angel doesn't say much, just brings some food and water and tells him to eat. He's going to need it for the journey. Elijah does eat and then travels for 40 days and 40 nights. I can't say whether it was really 40 days and nights, but when that number appears in Scripture, it's a symbol of a long, difficult time. Remember Noah, 40 days and nights on the ark, Jesus, 40 days in the wilderness being tempted by the, des by the devil, the Israelites in the desert for 40 years. It's always a sign of, ooh, this is a rough, hard slog. Coming out of depression isn't easy. It starts with self-care, taking the food of the angel, and then there's a long, hard journey out. So I think it's symbolic in that way. Elijah's journey brings him to Mount Horeb, otherwise known as Mount Sinai, where Moses first saw the burning bush and where the Israelites received the Ten Commandments. And here, on the mountain of God, God shows up. What are you doing here, Elijah? As if God didn't know. Elijah pours out his complaint. God's response is a reminder of God's power. God passes by Elijah's cave, and Elijah experiences rock-shattering wind, earthquake, and fire, and then silence. In the silence, Elijah comes out of his cave, and God asks again, What are you doing here, Elijah? But Elijah missed the point of God's power display and simply reiterates his old complaint. God responds simply with Elijah's next tasks. Go anoint a couple of new kings and your successor too. Oh, and by the way, you're not the only one. 
there are still 7,000 who are true to me. Seven is also a symbolic number in the Bible. It's the number of completion and perfect wholeness. In all of it, I think God is trying to remind Elijah that it's not Elijah's work, but God's, a theme that recurs again and again in Scripture. Work with and for God is never work that's done alone, and we very rarely get to see the whole picture as God sees it. We see only the portion that's given to us at a particular point in time. Elijah fears the wrath of Jezebel, but God's wind, earthquake, and fire are a hearty reminder that Jezebel is a puny force compared to the one who has Elijah's back. The story helps me remember that even God's greatest prophets had their bad days. And it also helps me to see that God neither condemns nor coddles in that time. God doesn't blast Elijah for being overwhelmed by the work. But neither does God sit down and join the pity party. God provides nourishment and strength and then is at the ready both with the next task and a reminder that we are not alone, despite our limited vision at the time. There were really times when I need that. Will you pray with me? Thank you, God, for helping me see beyond myself when I'm overwhelmed. Amen. Thank you for subscribing to Spirit Walker Devotions. I'm the pastor of the United Methodist Church of Westford at 10 Church Street in Westford, Massachusetts. If you're in the area, stop in for worship at 9.30 on Sunday mornings. Spirit Walkers comes out each Saturday evening, and you can subscribe to it or my sermon podcast either through iTunes or at www.annrobertson.com. You can also receive Spirit Walkers as an email and subscribe through the same address. If you'd like to drop me an email, I'd love to hear from you at anne at com. Thanks again for subscribing, and I'll look forward to being with you again next week. Music